All right, kids, something interesting today. I'm just in my car, just put some gas in, well, in the truck, and I'm headed to the Oakland Coliseum um, in order to get my final Pfizer shot. So, just doing that. Uh, a little historical, I guess. It's interesting, like historically, when, when you eventually listen to this. They allow certain people to get shots in certain priorities. The higher the priority, the, the sooner you get the shot. And those priorities are like people over a certain age, people with certain underlying health conditions, people in a, like a protected class, like, you know, that have disabilities or, and then they open it up after a certain time to allow other priorities. So I have my, my, what's it called? Credential to be a 30 day sub. That's what it is. So I, I could technically sub for a teacher for 30 school days, which is about six, about six weeks of school. Basically, every sub has that. It's the lowest form of credential you get. And so when I signed up, I signed up when they allowed teachers to sign up because I'm an educator and your school principal, you know, I asked the school principal, I was like, should I sign up? She's like, yes, please, you know, get your vaccination. So I did. Your mom's already gotten vaccinated. So I signed up and I brought my school ID. I brought, like, proof of employment or, you know, that, that they me and they didn't even ask for it so it's like it's all an honor system so people are, have been grumbling about that I'm not I don't care so we go into the Oakland Coliseum and it's very very well organized it's the most organized thing I've seen the government be a part of you're gonna hear me open up a, a what's it called uh, Starbucks can of Starbucks vanilla energy drink or something. Oh, shit. And I missed the turn. Son of a gun. Okay. While I was talking to you guys, I completely missed the turn. <laughs> That's fine. I'll talk to you guys more. So, we go in there, or I go in there, I show them my, like, a scan code. They have me weave the truck around to a, you go into a tent, they take my information, they make sure I, I am who I say I am, then they give me a shot. When I got my first shot, it, you know, it was all fine and good and everything, and but the, uh, but they told me, uh, a news report came out later on that I didn't get the full dose, I got like 70% of the dose. Then they said, if you get 30% of the dose, that's fine. You're, that's great. So, I don't know. Science Science is a guessing game, I think. It's interesting how we rely on science, but it really is kind of like a crapshoot to me. Like if, it, if, it only, if you only need 30%, how, just give us 30% of the shot. Why do we have to have three times that? To, I don't know. There's a reason I'm not a scientist. How about that? So I gotta 
get off and get back on. And luckily, I'm early. We woke up way too late. Your mom and I have not been sleeping late that well lately. And a lot of anxiety about work and family. And so we just aren't sleeping. Case in point, the times I've I have uh, recorded one of these podcasts at night, like around 5 a.m. or early, early morning. That's not it's not good. Wish we could get better sleep. This COVID thing has really fouled us up. I would love for you guys to be back in school full time. I'm one of the small amount of parents that are okay with that in this town that we live in. This, I would call it a bubble. All the medical professionals I know are fine with their kids going back to school. All the non-medical professionals who rely on their medical information from the news, regardless of political spectrum, don't want their kids back in school. Actually, no, that's not that's not true. One political spectrum wants their kids in school, and they don't believe in science at all. So, so I was distracted with talking to you guys. Now I gotta turn back around. Just fine. I got a full tank of gas. More time to hear me blather away about whatever. I hope I'm going the right way. Next is Exodus 27. I'm going to try and do 20, or no, excuse me, um, 29 through maybe 30 or 31. This is the fascinating part of Exodus when they describe how to build the tabernacle, what the priest can wear, or, or you know, uh, I like it. I like it a lot. Some parts of the Bible people skim through and if, if it's not important, it would it would not be in the Bible. Like the genealogy of Jesus. I mentioned that before. I wonder if I could go down this road. Should I? No, I'll just get back on the freeway. Don't want to chance it. I don't. Let me look at the map. Let me see. I don't think I have a choice. I think I've got to. You know what? I can go left here. I think I'm going to. Why not? I'm early. Your grandpa, your mom's dad, always said, you're not lost if you got a full tank of gas. And that's true. And I've got well, I got three quarters tank of gas. I don't want to wait to fill the whole thing up. It takes a long time to fill this, this truck up with gas. After this, after I get my shot, we're going to go to, we're going to go on some kind of hike. Your mom wants to get out of the house, and I want to do whatever she wants to do, because my life is much easier when we do what she wants to do. Much easier. Is that right? I feel like I'm not the right, I must be at the right street. Yeah, I think I am. Okay, let's try this. Let's try this. 
Okay. So we're going to the Coliseum. I gotta put my mask on. That's a new thing now. Getting kids out of the house, like yeah, shoes, socks, jacket, you know, if you're cold, sunscreen if I'm your mom. And now it's like, don't forget your mask. I bought a whole thing of masks just to leave in the in the in each car because we're um, employed. Okay, keep going. Anyways, I'm gonna mask up, and you may hear a muffling noise. Uh, FEMA is handling this along with, I think, the army. A lot of police officers out, just just at the just at the Coliseum. They also have ambulances in case someone has a negative reaction to to the shot. There's a lot of police officers, a lot of Humvees. See a, a, a makeshift sign from Caltrans that says "Vaccine Right Lane." So it's, it's a very very well organized. I'm very. So a few times I'm impressed with our government. It's about a five minute detour, not too bad. Not too bad. I wonder how long the secret will stay, you know, this podcast. I really want to finish it. You know, I'm thinking about other books, like I'm like I told you before, what other books I I want to read to you guys. I would love to read Dune, because it's one of my favorite fiction books of all time. Science fiction. Maybe I'll read, I don't know, the Thrawn trilogy. It's the best Star Wars books of all time. The best one. Best ones. So we're turning into this thing. A lot of people in orange vests and bright yellow vests just telling us to keep moving. Keep the cars moving. Last time I came here, I got the shot. I was supposed to go a certain way, and then I like, got lost in front of everybody. That was fun. That was fun. I have my vaccine record card. It's like a hard... It's almost the size of a... Excuse me. It's almost the size of a um, playing card. have my appointment reminder and I have to show them. Everybody's got, got masks on. Hi. Hi. Uh, have you got an appointment? Yes, I do. Can I see your shot card, please? Oh, yeah. This. Okay, and the other side? Okay. Uh, you want to have your ID ready as well? Will do. Take my ID out. Oh, there's thumbs up. I don't know why. Like, they're telling me to keep moving, but at the same time, I'm not going to speed in front of half the entire police force. So. Okay, got my ID out. About to get my shot now. What they do is they have a bunch of cones like that are winding this truck around. So we like drive back and forth and back and forth everywhere here. 
trying to go as slow as possible. There's so many cones out, like if you squint, like you, you'd think you'd be surrounded by cones, but they actually make it so you have a place to be going somewhere. Now we're now the people uh, that have vests on. They have military camouflage on. Why I don't know. I, I don't know why they would need it for this. I don't want to sneeze, but I can't. I wonder. Sorry, a lot of dead air. It's like the worst. This must be like the worst podcast episode so far. I may not even read a chapter in Exodus today. So we'll see. I'm next. The guy's gonna come up and I guess ask me some questions. Gotta be nice to people. This is not my strong suit. Hi, how you doing? Can you see already, please? Yeah. Alright, good to go. Thank you. Okay. Now roll the window up and take this mask off. I really hate wearing masks. Ugh. Like, one of the billions of reasons why I would not be a doctor. Or a good doctor, at least. I do not like wearing these medical masks. Now we're like splitting the two lanes into one lane. The guy puts his hand up to me. I don't know, whatever. I'm... All right. Everybody's got a job. Meanwhile, your mom right now is home trying to get you four kids ready so you can go out on a hike. We, I think we already have the place scoped out. Just, just to get out of the house. You guys have been watching TV all day, which depresses your mom. It doesn't really help my my feelings about technology. Listen to stand-up comedy the other comic the other day. He's talking about people born in '79. They're the best of both worlds. We had like the generation where like you go out and play all day, and then also the generation that grew up with some form of technology. Yeah, that is absolutely right. Remember the first time we got a computer. I was like, I think I was 14 or 15. Computers were like thousands of dollars. Only like the richest people got computers. Right. I'm gonna pause it. I don't know what else to say. I'm just winding this truck around everywhere. Let me pause it and I will restart it back up when I get closer to the line. This going. Alright, we're getting close to the tent. They have a couple tents. They have they have tents all over. You park your car in just a line of people, line of cars, turn the car off, they verify your information, give you a shot, the mask is on so I don't have to be embarrassed about my grimace, and then they put a very, very sticky band-aid on it, and then that's it. Uh, we pull up a little bit, and we turn the cars off, and they wait 15 minutes, so that's what we're going to do, and during the waiting time, I'll try and read some Exodus, Exodus 29, 
just a couple couple chapters today. Thirty. Thank God for all these people volunteering and working, and even if they're not if they're, if they're making money, great. This is, they're doing God's work here, and thank God for science and uh, the scientists that that did all this. You know, your mom's best friend, the entrepreneur's godmother. She works for the government, and I, I from what I understand, she she helps people. She helps, uh, I think, labs obtain funding for to get uh, a COVID vaccine again, get research for, to to get the COVID vaccine. Well, now we got three. As of a, a couple weeks ago, we have. Uh, we, we've had Pfizer and Moderna around the same time, and now we have uh, Johnson & Johnson, which is one shot. It's not two. So, that's great. Whoosh, whoosh. Much rather be with you guys than, than you know, getting two shots. So, roll my window down, and they're going to tell me where to go, and all that stuff. I'm, I still don't know why they're wearing orange and yellow. I could see them all just fine. You know, it's funny. They're wearing camouflage. But, but they, so they see, so we can see them, they, they put orange reflective vests on, vests. I really do have a speech impediment, I really do have to think about it. The more I read, the more I, I just talk so fast. Kind of embarrassing, but not. They're like waving me in, it's like, what other room? Alright, one day there, there will be a day where we don't have to rely on people always wearing masks. A lot of cars in here. A lot of people. Air conditioning off. Oh, see all the energy world not to just swear. Level of human stupidity. Alright. I'm coming. And. Want to keep going? Hi. Hi. Okay. Turn off your engine. Yep. Card, ID, and. Uh, that After part, huh? first vaccine. I'm sorry? After first vaccine. Mm-hmm. You didn't have any side effect, allergy reaction? No. You know, usually you don't have any allergy to shot, full no. shot, nothing? No. Okay. Which arm is good for you? Uh, left arm is fine. Okay. Okay, there you go. It's Thank here. you. My ID back. Uh, of all you children, getting a shot for the namesake is probably the worst. You stress out so much. It's and sometimes I wish I could just trick you guys. Like, no, you're not getting a shot. Oh, you're getting a shot. Getting you guys shots. It's actually the entrepreneur and the king. Don't really have much of. Oh no, the king has problems with it. I remember we were at, we were at a medical appointment for the king, and they wanted to give you a flu shot. I was absolutely adamantly against it because when you get one, you get, 
they tend to act up quite a bit. Oh, here they come back. I don't want them to think that I'm recording them. Definitely have to edit out my name and birth date from this thing. Thank you, ma'am. Oh, I got them both. The Pfizer. See what they're doing. It's funny, like my. Oh no. Oh boy. Yes, ma'am. It's okay. The call is for or needed. Yeah. For injured This is new one for us today. Oh, it is? This uh, needle is new. It's fine. Did the job. Yes. <laughs> so that is that. Shot is done. that music they're playing. I'll roll my window up. Eh. People. Tom, any allergy reaction, push your horn flash. You got it. Okay, have a good one. Thank you. So that's done. I don't I turn the thing on. So. So now so now that's done, they put a little uh, laminated um Thing on the car that says when 15 minutes are up and 15 minutes are up at 15.42 um, which is 3.42 military time eventually I'm going to pull out and we're going to park in a line and then we'll have to stop and then there'll just be people walking back and forth saying are you okay, are you fine and you just put your, your thumbs up and then when the 15 minutes are up and you're fine you get to leave but if anyone does have a negative reaction then what they do is, uh, I mean, they have ambulances on standby. So it's all, it's all really fascinating how, uh, how um, organized it is. Cool. And Pfizer takes about takes a little less time for it to be completely active in my body. And so, I think in nine days I will be completely protected. Even though I am sure I had it before. We're about to start moving. Oh gosh. Can't stand hearing people talk about it. Well, I just can't stand hearing people talk. Learning a lot about me today, kids. I'm going to pause it again. Alright, so we're starting up a little bit, and I'm going to slowly drive this car into a another line. I want to read something, you know. Alright, moving around. 
there's one last line. Oh! Hit a, didn't realize there was a speed bump. So, here we are. Now I'm about to park for the last time. And I'm going to shut it off. Let's get into some Exodus, huh? Alright. Exodus. 29. Now this is what you shall do to them. Oh, sorry. Go back. Exodus 29. Consecration of the priests. Now this is what you should do to them to consecrate them, that they may serve me as priests. Take one bull of the herd and two rams without blemish, and unleavened bread, unleavened cakes mixed with oil, and unleavened wafers smeared with oil. You shall make them of fine wheat flour, you shall put them in one basket and bring them in the basket and bring the bull and the two rams. You shall bring Aaron and his sons to the entrance of the tent of meeting and wash them with water. Then you shall take the garments and put on excuse me, and put on Aaron the coat and the robe of the ephod and the ephod and the breastpiece and gird him with a skillfully woven band of the ephod. You shall set the turban on his head and put the holy crown on the turban. You shall take the anointing oil and pour it on his head and anoint him. Then you shall bring his sons and put coats on them. You shall gird Aaron and his sons with sashes and bind caps on them, and the priesthood shall be theirs by a statute forever. Thus you shall ordain Aaron and his sons. Then you shall bring the bull before the tent of meeting. Aaron and his sons shall lay their hands on the head of the bull. Then you shall kill the bull before the Lord at the entrance of the tent of meeting and shall take part of the blood of the bull and put it on the horns of the altar with your finger, and the rest of the blood you shall pour out at the base of the altar. You shall take all the fat that covers the entrails and the long lobe of the liver and the two kidneys with the fat that is on them and burn them on the altar. But the flesh of the bull and its skin and its dung you shall burn with fire outside the camp. It is a sin offering. Then you shall take one of the rams, and Aaron and his sons shall lay their hands on the head of the ram. You shall kill the ram, and take its blood, and throw it against the sides of the altar. Then you shall cut the ram into pieces, and, watch its in, and wash its entrails and its legs, and put them with its pieces in its head, and burn the whole ram on the altar. It is a burnt offering to the Lord. It is a pleasing aroma, a food offering to the Lord. You shall take the other ram, and Aaron and his sons shall lay their hands on the head of the ram. You shall kill the ram and take part of its blood and put it on the tip of the right ear of Aaron and on the tips of the right ears of his sons and on the thumbs of their right hands and on the great toes of their right feet and throw the rest of the blood against the sides of the altar. Then you shall take part of the blood that is on the altar and of the anointing oil and sprinkle it on Aaron and his garments and on his sons and on his sons' garments with him. He and his garments shall be holy and his sons and his sons' garments with him. You shall also take the fat of the ram and the fat tail, and the fat that covers the entrails, and the long lobe of the liver, and the two kidneys with the fat that is on them, and the right thigh, and the one loaf of bread, and the one cake of bread made with oil, and one wafer out of the basket of unleavened bread that is before the Lord. You shall put all of these in, in the palm, on the palms of Aaron, and on the palms of his sons, and wave them for a wave offering before the Lord. Then you shall take them from their hands, and burn them on the altar on the top of the burnt offering as a pleasing aroma before the Lord. It is a food offering to the Lord. You shall take the breast of the ram of Aaron's ordination and wave it for a wave offering before the Lord, and it shall be your portion. 
and you shall consecrate the breast of the wave offering that is waved in the thigh of the priest's portion that is contributed from the ram of the ordination, from what was Aaron's and his sons. It shall be for Aaron and his sons as a perpetual due from the people of Israel, for it is a contribution. It shall be a contribution from the people of Israel, from their peace offerings, their contribution to the Lord. Looks like we're leaving. That's interesting. Hang on, just moving up. Guess the people up ahead um, were released, and so wasn't paying attention. Sorry. See this, and shut it off. Guys walking through. See you shut off. Holding it. Verse 29. The holy garments of Aaron shall be for his sons, and they shall be anointed in them and ordained in them. The sons who succeeds him, as priest who comes into the tent of meeting to minister to the holy place, shall wear them seven days. They're just checking on me. Show the thumbs up. We're about to get out of here. Well, four minutes. Shall take the ram of ordination and boil its flesh in a holy place. And Aaron and his son shall eat the flesh of the ram, the bread that is in the basket in the entrance of the tent of meeting. They shall eat those things with which atonement was made at their ordination and consecration, but an outsider shall not eat them because they are holy. And if any of the flesh for the ordination or of the bread remain until the morning, then you shall burn the remainder with fire. It shall not be eaten because it is holy. Thus you, you shall do to Aaron and to his sons according to all that I have commanded you. Through seven days you shall ordain them, and every day you shall offer a bull as a sin offering for atonement. Also you shall purify the altar when you make atonement for it, and shall anoint it to consecrate it. Seven days you shall make atonement for the altar and consecrate it, and the altar shall be most holy. Whatever touches the altar shall become holy. Now this is what you shall offer on the altar. Two lambs a year day by day, regularly. One lamb you shall offer in the morning, and the other lamb you shall offer at twilight. And with the first lamb a tenth measure of fine flour mingled with a fourth of a hin of beaten oil and a fourth of a hin of wine for a drinking offering. The other lamb you shall offer at twilight, and shall offer with it a grain offering and its drink offering, as in the morning, for its pleasing aroma, of food, for a pleasing aroma, a food offering to the Lord. It shall be a regular burnt offering throughout your generations at the entrance of the tent of meeting before the Lord, where I will meet with you to speak to you there. There I will meet with you, the people of Israel, and it shall be sanctified by my glory. I will consecrate the tent of meeting and the altar. Aaron also and his sons I will consecrate to serve me as priests. I will dwell among the people of Israel and will be their God. And they shall know that I am the Lord their God, who brought them out of the land of Egypt, that I might dwell among them. I am the Lord their God. And with that, they're actually started up, so. I think we're about to leave. And I think we're just gonna stick with chapter 29 because I don't think I could read anymore and you guys shouldn't have to listen to me blather on more than 30 or 40 minutes. Anyways, I'm about to end it. Love you kids. Please get along with each other if you can. Help each other when you can. Forgive each other. 
Remember me and your mom and everything we've given to you. And remember Christ the King. And in that, all that you do, you do it for the kingdom, for the King. You are